Welcome back, WNST, House in Baltimore and WNST.net. All of our extended coverage here from Super Bowl 52 brought to you by Howard Bank as well as our friends at Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. We're also racing down in Laurel this weekend. And I got a guy here racing to tax season. Moose Johnston is here uh, as well with Ed Bruno, the CEO of Liberty Tax. We're going to talk some football, but let's talk about taxes first because if we don't talk about it, we're going to put it off to the end, and that's exactly what everybody's problem is, right, Ed? <laughs> exactly right. Uh, you know, listen, it's just like developing a plan for the, the big game this Sunday. Um, everybody needs a tax plan, and uh, Liberty Tax is located throughout the U.S. and in Canada. Um, with uh, lots of tax professionals out there that can help you with your individual plan to, to get your taxes filed. You're right. Dallas-based by any chance? I am not. Virginia, uh, see, Virginia beats Virginia. No. Well, you're Dallas-based, aren't you, Moose? Still down in Dallas, yeah. <sighs> these Super Bowls, this is a cold one now. You know, This I, is. I thought these Vikings fans would be all ready for this, and instead it's E-A-G. Well, they, you know, the, how many times have the Patriots gone? As we come old hat for their fan base, you know, they, they, they've they been there, done that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for Philadelphia, I'm happy for them. Um, you know, it, it's it's a tough place to play. They got a, a very passionate fan base. So, uh, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad they're up here. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully they pull it off. I know that sounds strange, but uh, I, I'd much rather have a, an Eagles franchise with their first Super Bowl victory than the New England Patriots with their sixth and third and four years for the second time. Tom Brady, I don't know what to say at this point, superlatives, but still, many guys of your era still come by here and say, yeah, he was playing when I was playing, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been out 10 years, 12, 15 years, whatever it is, and he's still playing, and not just playing and mailing it in. He's the favorite to win another Super Bowl this week. Yeah, you know what? It was funny, though. We had a conversation, and, and I had never really thought of it this way before, but, you know, the way the modern rules have changed to protect the quarterback, you know, everybody now wants to go back. The other part of that conversation is how good would Troy Aikman have been uh, with the rules that, that Tom's been able to play? How good would John Elway have been if he would have had the rules to play under? Uh, you know, Brett Favre, you know, these guys that just took a beating on Sundays because the rules were completely different. Uh I don't think it's fair. I think that takes away from what Tom's accomplished. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing what he's done because the one thing that's always been impressive to me is when we talk about the iconic quarterbacks throughout the NFL, there's always been, you know, that, that go-to guy that he's had. You know, it was Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin. It was, uh, you know, it was Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, John Taylor, you know, Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan. Uh, you know, they've always had that guy. Don't John Stallworth. John Stallworth. Yeah, he'll get upset with me. I, I, yeah, I, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. And so th those guys always had that, that consistency. Tom has kind of been the one piece and everything is revolved around him. Um, you know, it was a running game and a defense early in his career before he became who he was. Uh, and then once they recognized what they had, it, it was Wes Welker in the slot and working that. And you're kind of revolutionizing. It seems like Belichick's always been ahead of the curve on what the next thing is going to be in the NFL. You know, you had Randy Moss, they brought him in and now you got the big vertical threat on the outside. They won with Gronkowski and, and Hernandez, uh, you know, the double tight end. And the double tight end became a big thing. And then they went to this running back by committee uh, that they did with Deion Jones and Collins and all these guys and Burkhead and, and they seem to be ahead of the curve on that one so uh, you know it, it's always been a revolving cast around uh, the greatness of Tom Brady that's, that's been able to sustain this run that they've been on then there's this Eagles team that I don't know back in your day if Troy gets hurt in week 13 you know you guys were all world beating everybody beating everybody by 50 points in Super Bowls it would have affected things, and certainly for the Eagles, this has affected things, but here's Nick Foles. We walk into the building. He's up on the billboard next to Tom Brady. The question is, can he do it for 60 more minutes? Yeah, that's the big question. He's done it for two games. Uh, you know, he's actually got the, the highest rating, you know, through the playoffs so far. Um, so, 
uh, you know, can he do, can he do it one more time? And you know, I, I kind of go back to what happened the, the two times that the Patriots have lost in the Super Bowl, and they they lost both to Eli Manning. And that was not a dominant Giants team. That was a team that got on a roll, and, and it was a quarterback that got on a roll. I mean, Eli played out of his mind during that run. Uh, you know, so you know, is, are the Patriots kind of facing something very similar to that? Here comes another NFC East opponent, uh, maybe a better regular season performance than the Giants had, but they've got that same quarterback thing. They've got a guy that's playing hot right now, coming into the playoffs, coming into the Super Bowl. And and let's not forget, Nick Foles. He threw up a season a few years back that I think is still in the top three in NFL sure. history from quarterback rating. So he's shown he can do it for a season. He's in the midst of doing it right now on a, on a great playoff run. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how he comes out and performs. I don't think it's going to be too big for him at all. Daryl Moose Johnston here joining us on behalf of uh, Liberty Tax. Ed Bruneau, also the CEO of Liberty Tax. I need to know some CEOs with a tax plan. Luke Jones, of <laughs> course, uh, joining us here on Radio Road, Super Bowl 52. Go ahead, Luke. I know we talk some ball. Yeah, Moose. Well, you mentioned the Giants and the other thing that I compare with the New York Giants. This front for, for Philadelphia. I mean, they have seven guys that they play. I, I think I saw the statistic. They have seven different defensive linemen who play 40 to 70% of their snaps. I mean, they just rotate so many guys in, and that kind of reminds me of the Giants as well. I mean, Tuck and Strahan. I mean, all those guys were able to get after Brady, and I, I think Philadelphia will, will question Foles. Brady's there. I mean, we know it's the Patriots. You're going to expect them to do it until they don't do it. Mm -hmm. But I look at that Philadelphia front, and there's another comparison to the Giants that I kind of I see that being a possibility that I mean they could just wreak total havoc. Yeah, I was I was impressed by how the Patriot offensive line handled Jacksonville. Yeah, um, you know Jacksonville was a dominant defensive front, uh, great sack numbers, it forced interceptions and mistakes by quarterbacks. Now I, I think that Todd Wash in that in that game, I don't know how much pressure there was. I remember watching it at critical points, especially down in the red zone, mm -hmm. where it was a three man rush, a four man rush, and they were playing more coverage. Uh, I think that'll be the big thing for Jim Schwartz. You know, what does he do? Right. Does he rely on the down four? Does he add one? Does he add two from time to time? Uh, I think you need to do that against against Tom Brady and I, I think you can go back to that AFC championship game and see that you know when you've got you know Calais Campbell and, and the guys that they can roll in in that front and then the linebackers they've got good blitzing secondary personnel uh, in Jacksonville and I just don't think they pressured enough I think it'll be interesting to see what Jim Schwartz does there because I do agree with you you know one of the big things the Giants did uh, was they got Tom off the spot and, right. and he didn't really feel comfortable in the pocket that day uh, and that definitely impacted him a little bit so you know how does Philadelphia do that can they do it with just the four with that rotation that you talk about or do they need to start adding some pieces and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jim Schwartz add a, add a couple of blitzes from time to time. Ravens we're in Baltimore uh, some thoughts about where they are where we are at sort of this middle place drafting in the middle not making the playoffs three years in a row four out of five yet not a lot of changes and you know you talked about Eli Manning getting hot we still remember five years ago this week there was a little purple flavor down there in New <laughs> Orleans with Joe Flacco uh, you know Billick always says they say he can never take the championship away but they're going to try you know afterward <laughs> yeah yeah and, and it's not it's, it's not easy to do and there nobody makes excuses for winning a championship um, you know the, the, every season is different every challenge is different Dallas is kind of similar to you guys right now we're up and down on a roller coaster right now um, and and we had some substantial change for the first time uh, but we'd gone through that ride for about five or six years with with an up and down performance and and not a lot of playoff success and and this year there was finally some substantial change on the on the coaching staff so you know I, I don't know is, is that 
that's something in the near future here uh, with the Baltimore Ravens if they don't have the success next season. So we'll have to wait and see. But well, we got uh, a general manager. He's picked every player in the history of the organization. Twenty-two. He's closer to the end than the beginning. John's ten years in now. Yeah. He's. I mean, Flacco's ten years in. So. At some point, there's going to, just like this Belichick thing, looks like party might be over on Monday morning. Yeah, Monday, right? I, I, I'll know, believe that when I see exactly, it. Exactly, right? Um, I, I just think, I nobody looks at it from the other perspective. This is the first time in 15 years, 18 years, that we've had a little flare-up with, with the alpha male mentality and the egos that are in that organization from Robert Kraft to Bill Belichick to Tom Brady to all those guys, and we have a little flare-up right now because... What, what, that's just natural. Well, it's the first I mean, time it's in the organization yeah, you played yeah, in. I mean, that's all you have every 15 minutes. <laughs> it's also the first time Belichick's had somebody come to the back door and pull all of his assistants out the back. That's about to happen. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I don't think people pay a lot of attention to. In, in Dallas, everybody says, well, what was kind of the, the, the first stone that kind of tipped that, that took your, your, your run away from you? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of the players that we were losing because free agency came into play in 94, but we had already lost Dave Wanstad and Tony Wise to Chicago, North Turner mm-hmm. up to Washington. The coaches are just as critical. Ernie Zampezi was a fantastic offensive coordinator. He was he was kind of the mentor to North Turner. But North Turner on a Sunday afternoon upstairs in the booth was unbelievable as a play caller. I don't know if there's anybody better. And, uh, you know, that that is a loss that we could never overcome. You were just never going to overcome that because Norv was so unique in his ability as a play caller. So when you start to lose those coaches uh, because, you know, you've had so much success that people want a piece of your organization and that's the way you do it, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year but this has happened to the Patriots in the past you know they, they lost Josh McDaniel uh, you know back in the day they lost Charlie Wise back in the day uh, you know they, they, they lost you know some of the key parts of their staff um, those guys didn't go out and have the success that they had you know this I still think that this is all Bill Belichick and there'll be a new group that comes in and they'll learn the Patriot way uh, and and this this thing just seems sustainable I don't know why I don't know how you'd have to be inside to really get a, a real firm grasp on that knowledge but they are doing things that aren't supposed to happen in the way the NFL does business today. They're cheating again. We're just going to find out. We've got to figure out what it is. That's what it's going to be. Moose Johnson here on behalf of uh, our friends at Liberty Tax. Liberty Tax Double is the hashtag. You got a little deal going here. Tell everybody about it, Ed. We do. So uh, just for the uh, for this particular uh, time frame, we're actually going to do a uh, a double or something. So up to $2,500 if you uh, go file your taxes at a Liberty Tax location. Um, you tweet uh, to that hashtag. We will uh, select a winner and we'll, we'll double your refund from the government up to $2,500. Um, or if you owe the government, we'll actually double uh, a payment up to $2,500 that you owe. Um, great time to get a game plan together for taxes. Obviously, we're right in the height of tax season. Um, many people wait until the end and then it's a, a little too late. And we've got, obviously, legislative changes that have occurred um, and I would just so say, I've heard. Yeah, go to a tax professional <laughs> that can help simplify what uh, isn't really simple and uh, put your game plan together. So Liberty Tax double the way to find that. And uh, Moose, uh, who's going to win? I like the Eagles. Uh, I really so do. So do those people over there. Yeah, uh, that's uh, oh, Jaworski. Yeah, yeah, Jaworski and Balding. You got, yeah, you got, you got, it's an Eagles oh, homecoming boy, over there. Here we go. Vicekem. It's. Uh, Oh, what? You know, I'm, I'm on their side. You talk about coaches going out the back door. I mean, Schwartz and I, 20 years, uh, Joe Douglas, uh, uh, Torrey, uh, Danelle Ellaby. I've, I've got them all fooled. It's, it's a Raven hat, but 
This gets this. You can pass. It's a bird in green. Baldinger yeah. says this. This is the best support that I can give. So I, I keep Baldinger's love at this point, which is all that's important because he's bigger than I am. Exactly. Moose Johnson here on behalf of Liberty Tax. Luke and I back on Radio Row. It's all brought to you by Howard Bank as well as our friends at Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. We are WNST.net, AM fifteen seventy, and WNST Towson, Baltimore. We never stop talking. Baltimore sports.